0: Dumb Things Democrats Said in the Sex Ed Floor Debate Don't let the word debate in the term floor debate fool you. Floor debates in Springfield are no more debates than trans women are women. There is no cross-examination or rebuttal, for which most of our lawmakers must be deeply thankful in that they couldn't argue their way out of an imaginary paper bag, at least not using logic and evidence. Floor debates in Springfield are just occasions for bill sponsors and supporters, almost always Democrats, to pontificate and for opponents to try to point out flaws that are promptly ignored by Democrats, no matter how reasonable and justified. A floor debate in Springfield for Democrat-sponsored bills is a tale told by idiots full of sound and fury signifying nothing but more government restriction of liberty, more government spending, and more moral chaos. For an example, let's look briefly at last Friday's floor debate preceding the vote in the Illinois House on the pernicious sex ed bill that now awaits Governor J.B. Pritzker's signature. By the bill's own chief sponsor, Camille Lilly, Democrat from Chicago, the bill was socially constructed by three far-left organizations, Advocates for Youth, SECUS, and The Answer, all of which are dedicated to normalizing abortion, early sexual experimentation, and sexual deviance. It is noteworthy that this bill is so perverse and troubling that even Illinois Democrats were barely able to scrape together the 60 votes needed to pass it. Before looking at the debate, here's a reminder of what lawmakers in Springfield think government employees should be exposing other people's children to. If signed into law, this bill will require all personal health and safety lessons in Illinois public elementary schools, including charter schools, to teach children in grades K through 2 about unmarried moms and dads and about families led by homosexual couples. These very young children will be expected to define gender identity, a euphemism, for the disordered desire to be the opposite sex. Government employees will demand that children ages 8 to 11 explain, describe, and define masturbation, homosexuality, bisexuality, cross-sex impersonation, the use of hormone blockers for children who pretend to be the sex they aren't, and gender expansiveness, a socially constructed leftist term. Then, In grades 6 through 8, government employees will instruct other people's children in the ways of oral and anal sex, the methods of contraception that are available without a prescription, the many methods of short- and long-term contraception that are safe and effective and how to access them, and the meaning of intersex, queer, two-spirit, asexual, and pansexual. And of course, they've got to sneak in some critical race theory So, 11- to 14-year-olds will have to be taught, as objective and true, the socially constructed theory of intersectionality. To be sure that religious Illinois school children graduate from high school ashamed of and detesting the faith of their mothers and fathers, government employees will teach them about the evils of what leftists call homophobia and transphobia. In The Upside Down, where leftists live and move and have their being, The true belief that homosexual acts and cross-dressing undermine the image of God imprinted on all humans constitutes irrational hatred. Representative Avery Bourne, Republican from Raymond, Illinois, was able to get Lilly to admit that this law, like the ever-shifting moral beliefs of leftists, is fluid. If the bill becomes law, it will forever be tied to the National Sex Education Standards, that change as progressivism becomes ever more affirming of different forms of sexual perversion. Bourne's question elicited this shocking confession from the hapless Camille Lilly. Quote, as the national education standards are updated, the State Board of Education shall update these learning standards. Quote. All the ideas related to sexuality just mentioned are socially constructed leftist terms Embedded with leftist assumptions, all the terms tossed about with absolutist certainty by Democrats to justify the indoctrination of other people's children, including terms like age-appropriate, developmentally appropriate, and culturally appropriate, are defined by leftists using criteria established by leftists. Virtually no theologically orthodox Christian believes it is culturally appropriate for their 5- to 8-year-olds to be taught anything about homosexuality or transcultic beliefs and practices. The leftist lawmakers point out the sop they've tossed to conservatives, which is that any parent may opt their child out of perversion-positive training. Doesn't sound very inclusive to me. In addition, conservatives still have to pay for perversion-positive personal health and safety training. Curiously, in the floor debate, the issue of moral development never arose. It's clear that moral assumptions and conclusions are embedded in the national sex education standards with which this law requires all personal health and safety curricula selected by schools to align. So how do I know that moral conclusions are embedded in these standards? I know because these standards do not require schools to teach about, for example, polyamory, zoophilia, or infantilism—all forms of identity for some people. Even though these are forms of identity, Springfield Democrats don't yet require that Illinois schools affirm them. The reason is that not enough Democrats yet believe these forms of identity are moral. Currently, Democrats believe homosexual and cross-sex identities should be normalized via taxpayer-funded schools because Democrats have concluded they are morally acceptable. Remember what this bill requires, as I quote some of the dumb things Democrats said about it in their fatuous floor speechifying, starting with the foolish sponsor of the bill, Camille Lilly. Quote, Under SB 818, the materials and in instruction must be age and developmentally appropriate, medically accurate, correct, complete, culturally appropriate, inclusive. SB 818 is not a mandate. Under SB 818, parents, guardians, and others will still be able to review the materials used by schools. Parents are still able to opt out, and local control applies to the selection of courses and materials and the curriculum. In addition to reducing stigma, SB 818 would result in creating, and the creation of, learning standards that reflect the diversity of all students' Here in the state of Illinois. End quote. Brief thoughts about Lily's claims. SB 818 is not age, developmentally, or culturally appropriate. If by correct, Lily means conforming to truth or proper, she is incorrect. Clearly, materials and instruction will not be complete because the national sex education standards do not include any information about polyamory, zoophilia, infantilism, sadomasochism, or any other paraphilias. SB 818 is a mandate in two ways. No school may teach anything on personal health and safety in grades K through 5 unless the materials they choose align with the age, developmentally, culturally, and morally inappropriate leftist national sex education standards. Lily should explain which stigmas she seeks to reduce because this bill stigmatizes the moral views of many Illinoisans. Representative Delia Ramirez, Democrat from Chicago, asked Lily if it were true that the Illinois State Board of Education and the Illinois Association of School Boards are, quote, neutral on the bill, end quote, to which Lily responded, yes. Then, in an amusing and obvious manipulation of rhetoric, Ramirez changed the word neutral, saying, so, educators don't oppose the bill. Well, it's equally correct to say, so, educators don't support the bill. It would be interesting to poll anonymously all K-5 through teachers in the state, asking if they are in favor of being required to teach about homosexuality bisexuality, cohabitation, masturbation, cross-sex impersonation, hormone blockers, and gender expansiveness in personal health and safety classes. And we should ask if they think there should be a law prohibiting all teaching on personal health and safety unless it includes those topics. No discussions of healthy eating permitted unless they're accompanied by affirming discussions of cross-dressing, hormone blocking, and self-pleasuring. Representative Maurice West, Democrat from Rockford, apparently derives his hearty support for requiring public school teachers to instruct 5-year-olds in the intricacies of masturbation and 11-year-olds about anal sex from TLC's programs about hoarders and obese people. And I quote him, We view television shows on TLC like Hoarders and My 600 Pound Life, just for example, where they often recall their childhood experience with shame, emptiness, guilt, confusion from their dealings with that word, sex. This legislation's primary focus is not about the birds and the bees. It's about equipping our children with age-appropriate conversations about how they can be empowered within themselves, end quote. Well, West is right on one thing. This bill is definitely not about the birds and the bees. Maybe, just maybe, it's not the job of education majors to sexually empower other people's children with the pagan sexual beliefs of regressives. Two questions for West and all leftists. One, since when did it become the task or the pedagogical obligation or the right of public school teachers to solve all societal ills? And two, Are there any pedagogical, ethical, moral, emotional, or psychological problems potentially created by introducing sexual imagery, ideas, and beliefs to other people's children who have never been abused or shamed and whose parents have successfully protected them from the ideas they, the parents, believe are age, developmentally, culturally, and morally inappropriate? In case parents don't yet realize it, this newest bill is centrally about normalizing homosexuality and transcultic beliefs and practices. In yet another statement made with a voice quivering with faux emotion, lesbian activist with the burning soul, State Representative Kelly Cassidy, made that clear, and I quote her For far too long, LGBTQ youth were either invisible or expressly stigmatized. And I remember that. It burned into my soul. I remember that. And as a kid who didn't understand why I didn't fit in, who couldn't define why I felt different, and whose parents were not an option to go to, I wish I had had a teacher I could turn to. I wish I had had a curriculum that didn't call me unnatural." End quote. Presumptuous lawmakers like Cassidy demand that public schools affirm her arguable belief that homosexuality is not natural, and if parents disagree, Cassidy wants the state to come in between children and their parents. Representative Ann Williams, Democrat from Chicago, made this boneheaded statement. Quote, it's hard to imagine why anyone would think our children should not learn about sex education in school, but rather should refer to the internet or Google to determine what sex is or what their questions are and get them answered there. Right now, if you Google any of these terms related to sex education, you're going to get a lot more explicit information than anything would be provided in a curriculum. End quote. Phew! I guess Illinois parents should thank Democrats. At least curricula, aligned with leftist standards, won't be as bad as what kids can find on the internet. It's unfortunate that Williams suffers from such a dearth of imagination. Many people don't think children should learn about sex in public schools. And here's something else that may surprise the unimaginative Williams. Many people don't think children should be learning about sex in co-ed classes in public schools. They believe that talking about menstruation and nocturnal emissions in co-ed classes can be embarrassing, inhibit discussions, and undermine the virtue of modesty. Poor Williams suffers, too, from an inability to reason logically. Suggesting that there exists only the choice between public schools and the Internet is a classic example of the fallacy of the false dilemma. In addition to leftist-controlled public schools and the Internet, There are parents, grandparents, churches, libraries, and bookstores that can educate. It's not the business of the government to step in and expose all children to assumption-riddled claims about sexuality because some parents are derelict in their responsibilities. Here's a modest proposal. Rather than devouring the hearts and minds of other people's little ones, How about schools offer two classes in personal health and safety, a perversion-positive class and a truly age-appropriate class? The class descriptions should include all materials used, the name of all organizations behind the materials, all the standards employed by those organizations, and all the criteria used to determine what constitutes age, developmental, and cultural appropriateness. Let parents Opt in to whichever class they want, or none at all, and allow teachers to choose which class they want to teach. With their deep commitments to diversity, inclusivity, cultural sensitivity, and choice, leftists should love this modest proposal.